Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. How are you? I'm good. I've had a few days off. I uh, was able to rest, read a lot of good books on my Kindle, and we watched some movies. I'm movies. feeling yeah, feeling good. Feeling good. Um, rest is important. Rest is important. Jesus thought rest was important. Yeah, show that verse again. Yeah. Come to me, all ye that are heavy and laden and burdened. Yes. And I, I will, will give, give you, you rest. And he doesn't always mean physical, although physical is important. And yes. he needed physical rest. Yes. Got it. But um, he's talking a lot about the caring and the burdens of life. Right. Mental. self Mental. Yeah. All that. Definitely. And, yeah. and you know, we, we always promote... Self-care, you, you promote self-care to your clients. I promote Probably. self-care yes, I do. to my teachers, but we are like awful at do it, taking care of ourselves with I self-care. Probably the worst of it. We fuss at each other. We do. But then we don't do anything about it. So we're talking to you. Do as we say, not as we do. Uh, self-care is important and we need to do better with that. We do. I think this weekend showed us that because yes. we we're so tired. So self-care is important. All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, since we talked about children last time, we're talking right? about depression and marriage this time. Um, did do children bring depression? <laughs> well, can. I think the effects can. Yeah. Uh, we love our how, children, but <laughs> we love our children. But I yeah. do think that uh, marriage, the world around us, yeah, uh, the baggage we care, yes, all the things, chemical imbalances, physiological right. choices we make, yeah, all that affect us and can be a catalyst or a trigger to depression. Don't you think we see depression more in today's world than oh, we used to? Hundred percent. Absolutely. And and younger, too. I mean, you see children younger than ever with anxiety and depression. I and things wonder like why. <laughs> oh, you I know, bet. when I went to India on a mission trip several years ago, and you right. know, most of those kids, you don't see any, any a lot of mental health. Right. You see them different ways. Well, yeah, me. yeah. But in the ways that we have in the U.S. Why do you think? I think it's because their situation is totally different. Their technology is not as... Uh, they're not walking around with those things in their hand all the time and people have more time they're more family centered right right they have more time for each other well you know and us go ahead less uh triggers less uh hypersensitivity to uh noises and lights right and, and, and immediacy that we have in fast food society go ahead true well i know i mean we're not perfect parents but i know when our kids were little we lived in a neighborhood and it was a great neighborhood to live in and they we made them stay outside i mean we didn't let them have you know electronics all the time tv all the time not that we're wonderful but i think it's important to take that screen time away from your kids don't have it all the time make them Use their, kids don't know how to use their imagination nowadays. Do you see a lot of kids playing outside anymore? No. Riding their bikes? No, to, you <clears> don't. <throat> my dad would come out, Jordan! <laughs> I would be down the road. Yeah. Playing <laughs> all night. <laughs> lights were going out. Right. And, uh, I don't know. Just, they don't do that anymore. No, and I think the constant screen time. Well, ourselves, we both work on the computer all the time. We do. And I, I do think that can affect you. Oh, I know it can. In so many ways. So I bet you've got some statistics about depression, don't you? I do. Share with I us. Depression right. is a major problem, both nationally and globally. Depression is now the leading cause of disability in the U.S. and wow. worldwide. Antidepressant mm -hmm. use, and I'm mm -hmm. not condemning this because no. we often need that. Right. Uh, has soared nearly 400% in the last 30 years. 
Uh, antidepressants now are the most common medication for young adults. Wow. Depressive disorders affect staggering 19 million adults in the U.S. and of America. Goodness. Depression ranks among the top three workplace issues in the United States, uh, along with family crisis, stress. It's costing $210 billion a year, going up every day. We're in the uh, wrong field. We should have been making medicine. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, wow. If, mm. you're 30 th- if you're 30 years old, mm-hmm. you are 10 times more likely to be depressed than your father 20 times more, more likely than your grandfather. Hmm. Uh, and it's, and basically depression is called the common cold of mental illness. The common cold of mental illness. That's you. Bless you. No, I'm trying to act like the common. I know. I'm basically. That's the word. We're both yeah. weird. Yeah. But, um, wow. I, I, I really feel like screen time, um, Television's not afraid to show things that, that never show violence, before. Violence, sex, drugs, uh, language. Yeah. Um, I, even maybe the food we eat probably has stuff in it. Preservatives. Yeah, that hormones. can cause. Right, that mm-hmm. can cause. Because it was not like this with our parents. Mm-hmm. Our parent. I mean, of course, our parents' age. They they had depression, things like that, but nothing like it is nowadays. My dad lived through the depression. Right. He, he lived through. That. Yeah. Right. And he literally, him and his dad, one Christmas, his dad got a bicycle out of the garbage. Wow. And painted it. Yeah. They thought it was the best thing since sliced bread. And yeah. they they had a a very good childhood overall. I mean. Yeah, I mean, they just didn't have all the depression and issues that we. And I really think social media has caused a lot of this. Oh yeah, keeping up with the Joneses. Absolutely, and kids. I mean, attacking each other on social media. I mean, I know our daughter had some issues on social media, and we talked about it. I mean, we didn't have that bullying. You know, happened on the bus, happened at school. Right, but now you're behind a computer screen or a phone, and you can hide it. The whole world can hear about it. Right, and. I just think all these things added up together, I think, is why we're seeing so much more depression in the world. There are three stages of depression. Dejection is number one. Dejection? Uh, Dejection. Hmm. It's a temporary feeling of sadness. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, there's four. Discouragement's next. Okay. This is a temporary feeling of hopelessness. Okay. And then despondency. This is an intense feeling of sadness that can last for weeks. This would be major depression. Mm. Months, which affects eating habits, sleep patterns. Wow. And then there's despair. And this is the danger stage. Emotional stability. It can lead to thoughts of suicide even. And so, yeah, this is uh, for sure. This this is one you need to be concerned about. Definitely. Um, Something about depression. Depression is more than just the blues. Right. We all get sad. Yeah, definitely. One out of seven Americans have it in their lifetime. Have depression in their oh, lifetime? Yeah. One out of seven. Wow. And so causes more sick days, diabetes and heart disease combined. Right. 60% of suicides is responsible from depression. 60% of suicides. Yeah. Goodness gracious. So a lot of, there's a lot of myths to this. Mm-hmm. And so you, you people want to say, why don't you go get help? Or people, why don't they get help? Yeah, some people just are not very kind about people that are depressed. No, they're not. Or and and and, and a lot of times people don't really feel like they want to because they're scared of stigma. 
Right. Stigma or somebody's going to, oh, snap out of it. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's physiological and yeah. there there can be um, hormonal. We're, we're falling apart. Right. Uh, since the since the fall, Genesis three, you know there are physiological mm-hmm. uh, uh, aspects to this that can and do affect depression. Right. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, sometimes people just generally cannot help that they're depressed and yeah. they need to get help. For it's it. not just about just get over it. No, you can't. I mean, that's just not helpful. Absolutely. Say that. Yeah. So yeah, be careful with that. When you know that you've got a friend or a family member going through depression, please don't tell them to snap out of it. Sign of weakness. People view it as a sign of weakness. And that's ridiculous. When you say one out of seven, people need to get it together. <laughs> Some people think it's solely spiritual. It's the demon of depression. I have heard that before. Oh, you're not spiritual enough. So if you were more spiritual, you wouldn't be depressed. No, no. We're going to talk about some spiritual uh, people okay. that had depression. We are. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. All right. Let's talk about that. Well, some others, some, there's two more. Nothing can okay. be done. People feel there's nothing. And that's further than the truth. Oh, my goodness. Uh, with Therapy, therapy medication. medication, it's almost 85%. <laughs> yeah, it can definitely help. 85% effective. Right. Well, Charles Hayden Spurgeon, many people that are Christians that know anything about theology. Yes. He was a great theologian and, Very great. and preacher and pastor. Yes. He said this about his depression. Fits of depression come over the most of us. Usually cheerful as we may be, we, we must at intervals be cast down. Mm. The strong are not always vigorous. The wise not always ready. The brave are not always courageous. And the joyous not always happy. He was talking about himself. Well, and just because you see somebody that's upbeat, I mean, we've seen this in the news, we've seen stars mm-hmm. that have committed suicide. Just because somebody presents himself as upbeat, that could very well be a mask. Oh, yeah. A lot of times it is. Yeah. We all wear masks. Absolutely. We want to look tough. Oh, what's again? It goes back to stigmas. Right. Yeah. Um, David in the Bible. Mm-hmm. King David. King David. This is King David. Big man David. Surely he didn't Gaza get Mark. depressed. Some of it, many people w- would have, looking at his background, mm-hmm. would have diagnosed him with bipolar disorder. Oh, interesting. And this is before sin. Right. Because sometimes our choices, right. and yes, sometimes our sin can cause depression. It can, right. If I make a choice to go drink and drive and kill family of four, well, I, I need to go to, I mean, that's serious. Yeah. But that was a choice I made. That was a sin. Yes. And sometimes it can, but it's not always. Not always. Definitely not always. David said this about his depression. My guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And and then there's Elijah. Elijah, he had some issues. Elijah was the man. He was the man. He did a lot of wonderful, amazing things. But then he kind of ran away and got hanged by himself. From Jezebel. Right. After God had shown that he could... You know, burn up rocks, <laughs> which yeah, is not yeah. possible. So, yeah. He said, my guilt has overwhelmed me like burden too heavy to bear. Wow. This is the, this guy will be a witness uh, before Jesus comes back. He'll yeah. be, you know, the, the Jews, the Bible says that he will be one of the witnesses. And he was definitely depressed at that point. Depression. Absolutely. And then there's Jonah. Joe Jonah. In the whale. And Jonah. Maybe the fish. The big fish, whale. not a whale. Was a whale. Big fish. We'll talk about that another Basically, day. Basically, <laughs> he wanted to die. Yeah. All right. He just said, God, just take me. Yeah. And Job. We won't even go there because Job was so depressed. It's uh, not read the book of Job. If you are depressed True. and don't feel yeah. like, and feel and feel like you're the only person in the world that's ever been depressed, read Job. Oh, you just turn to Job. Yes. Trust me. You'll find something on Job. Absolutely. 
And Jeremiah, cursed is the day I was born. Yes. Yeah, Jeremiah he was wasn't prophet. a bullfrog. The way, <laughs> yeah. the way, what do you call the wailing? Weeping prophet. Weeping prophet. Yeah. Not wailing, yeah. weeping prophet. So yeah. You're still thinking of Jonah. <laughs> I'm thinking, wail and wail. Well, this is Isaiah 53, 3, and it's okay. talking about somebody. Let's see if you can, you can see who this is. He says, he was a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. Mm, that's Jesus. Yeah. Hmm. You're saying, Jonathan, are you saying Jesus had some depression? Yes, I am. Well, I mean, before he went to be crucified, he was in the garden praying and drops of of blood blood. came because he was so stressed and and depressed, I'm sure. And and not because he couldn't do anything. He's not. Right. He's also fully mad. Well, yeah. And it gives us an example to look towards. But he was facing the cross. Oh, yeah. Facing the sin of the world. Yes, definitely. Uh, symptoms of this. You know symptoms of depression? Symptoms of depression? Well, I know uh, sleeping a lot. Yeah. Um, or not sleeping well. Not sleeping well. You know, being isolation. Feeling sad, withdrawal. Right. Anxiety. Mm-hmm. Lack of concentration. Thoughts of suicide. Mm-hmm. Low libido. Social avoidance. Yeah. Yeah. Withdrawal. Those are some tough mm-hmm. symptoms. And and so causes. Uh, genetics can be a cause. True. It runs in families. It, it does, yes. Uh, serotonin, norepinephrine, dopamine, uh, mm-hmm. imbalances. Right. I mean, chemical imbalances in your brain can cause depression. There's nothing sinful. No, it. definitely not. Uh, it can be a result of sin, but it's, a lot of times it's not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Bad decisions. Now, that is a, a consequence. Definitely. Right. Bad self-care. Oh, I'm convicted. I am convicted, too. Mm. Remedies of depression. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that if it is a choice because you made a sinful choice, repent. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, if it's not medication, mm-hmm. light therapy. Do you know oh. what light therapy is? You know, don't like some people have like seasonal seasonal depression, depression, yeah. seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, getting sun. Yeah, definitely. Take a go on, go on a Caribbean cruise or something. Yeah, go on a cruise, definitely. Um, also, they have like light, special lights you can buy. They do that that can help with light therapy. Yeah, and I want to go back to the consequence causing depression. Yeah. Even if you, you know, basically through your actions have caused consequences that led to depression there's nothing wrong with you seeking therapy or even medication for that too i encourage it yeah Yeah. definitely so it's not like you're hitting them on the head saying you you loser right i mean we've all made bad choices we've all yeah so you don't look at in two categories if you are suffering for depression regardless of the reason medication and therapy and some hand in hand a lot of times is is very beneficial 75 to 85 percent effective right yeah, combined. Yes. Yeah, good, good. I do think building community. Yes. And being around positive people. Right, not isolating yourself. Because, I mean, that that is one of the the symptoms of depression, isolating yourself. You want to try not to do that. And I know I, it's just a, well, I'm just a very introverted person. So I will isolate myself. And it's not because depression is something that I need to work on. Mm-hmm. So and maybe I'm not alone. Maybe you're feeling like that, a listener. Well, I think trying to find people right uh, in community to that are uh, encouraging. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, uplifting. Definitely. Uh, Kalof. Kalof. Yeah, that's a very good. Uh, <laughs> right, positive uplifting. Um, it's kind of like that police officer. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about him? Why don't you share? I'll share it. Okay. There was a man, and he was a young a young man was going to jump off the bridge. Oh dear. 
because he was so depressed. And mm-hmm. the police officer saw him, mm-hmm. turned on his lights, and he said, son, don't do it. Nothing can be that bad. Mm-hmm. And he said, give me 15 minutes, and if you still feel like you need to jump, then go ahead. And so the young man said, okay. So the police officer went up there and listened for 15 minutes, and they both jumped. <laughs> So the whole point of this, the whole point of this is community. Uh, we need, you know, we need to be around people that are not going to just. Uh, right. You don't want to get somebody that's just as depressed as you are and bring them down. Mm-hmm. You want to find people that are going to uplift you and that you can feel uplifted. And as far as a marriage, this is, a, I mean, that can be a very big thing as far as causing um, marital issues. Mm-hmm. If you have a spouse struggling with this, right, some things to do for that person or yourself mm-hmm. and yourself. Number one, be patient. Yeah, uh, that's important. Um, being patient with that person that, that's going through. Don't don't like tell them to snap out of it. Don't get angry with them. That's just going to make them feel worse. Absolutely. So patience is very important, but don't pray for patience. <laughs> you know, and medication, if someone needs medication, wow, God, that's that's an act of faith. Right. People that are going through depression and keep going, that to me, that's an act of faith. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Be empathetic. Definitely. We've all had rough times in our life. We have Some definitely. Degree. Right, right. Be there to listen. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Self-care is important. Right. There, you are just hitting on that a lot today. Are you should, I, a, should I give an altar call? I don't know. You're speaking to both of us. <laughs> I don't have good self-care. We Neither I one really of us don't. do. It's bad. Okay. Well, Lord, we hear you. <laughs> You're trying to tell us something. Be willing to participate in therapy with your spouse. Oh, so if your spouse is going through depression, just being willing to be with them. Oh, that's good. It's encouraging. Yeah. So they know they're supporting you in your therapy. That's good. Correct. Do not take it personally. That's hard, though. How come? I don't know. I mean, like, you want to be that person. Like, if, if you know, you're going through depression, I want to be that person that's going to uplift you out of it. And which we know we're not God and we can't do that. But I think sometimes we do take it personally because we're not able to basically save that person out of their sadness and depression. Yeah, I think you're right. That's yeah. tough. That's it true. Tough. Yeah. So just being aware that it's not you. And telling yourself it's not you over and over probably will help mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Educate yourself. Yes. About depression, about, you know, uh, bipolar, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, uh, you know, really, really, because I think that that will encourage you to help encourage them. And you'll be more uh, opt to be at, more proactive in their health. But make sure that you're reading not just stuff off the Christian internet. Christian-based. Christian-based. Bible-based. Right. And, yeah, and, and make sure they're solid because there's some wacky things out there. There's some wacky wacky. Yes. Yeah. Uh, be be cognizant, be aware of any threats of self harm. Don't go overboard, but also be aware that if you know of threats, uh, and and it's okay to ask the person. Come out and ask them. Are you thinking of hurting yourself? Right. You need to ask. Right. Yourself. You need to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they'll usually tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, last but not least, God, Jesus, needs to be the center. Definitely. Pray for that spouse that's mm-hmm. going through the depression because he's the only one that can truly help them. The great physician, almighty counselor. Yes. Uh, Prince of peace. Absolutely.
And God can take your mess and turn it to a message. He definitely can. Yeah. Yes. You have anything you want to add? No, I think it's good. Um, just be aware of each other in your marriage. You know, don't get so busy that you're only thinking about yourself and your job and your things. You know, have check-ins, constant check-ins with your spouse. It's true. And make sure that you're there for each other because that's important. You don't. You know, interesting enough, years years ago, they used to have these Special Olympics uh, races. Mm-hmm. And it would show sometimes Down syndrome kids that were running. Yes. And and they were they always gave 100%. Yes. 110%. Yes. And it would show one falling. Right. And all of them would turn back around and pick the other up and finish the race. I love that. We and need to be that way. We don't want to get ahead of our spouse. No. And for that matter, God. We want to be in the trenches with them because yep. that's important. Be be with each other, care for each other, be aware of each other. So if anyone has questions, anyone needs therapy, e- email and uh, love to work with you, love to help you. Um, and so, you know, any, any concerns there or any, th- any other questions you want to ask, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're not inadequate. No. Uh, many people suffer of this. And I know people personally that have suffered with this. Right. And uh, I want to just communicate that God can take your mess and turn it into a message for his glory, for your good. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, we do have a Facebook page, Grace in the Shadows. Our email is Jonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. Please share and have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye.